This is your award-winning BCFM on 93.2, 24 hours a day. Good morning and welcome to One Love, One Planet, the award-winning environmental radio show here on BCFM, where we talk all things environmental in Bristol, the UK and the rest of the world. My name's Jonah Jemfrey. I'm presenting the programme for several months while the amazing Penny Scythegate has a very well-deserved rest and recharges her batteries. We're going to be looking at some news stories related to the environment, both in Bristol and further afield. We're going to play some tunes. We have a bit of a protest song special today because today we have some very special guests in the studio from a bristol band the bayou tapestry we have colin and rob hello hello hello, hello. how are you how are you this morning very good thank, thank you thank you for having us we're well, glad to be here oh well thank you for coming so welcome to one love one planet thank you for joining us settle in for what is sure to be an interesting hour we will start with our news roundup and then we're going to play some of the bayou tapestry's songs they describe themselves as what is it the uh, best cajun band in bishopston arguably the best cajun. Argu- I, that feels that feels like you're selling yourself short. I feel like you're a bit more you're modest in all respects, isn't that right, Rob? It is. It is. <laughs> There's not a huge amount of competition, but you never you never know. <laughs> you don't want you don't want to start any beef. You're all very we're all environmental. We're all very friendly here. We get along with everyone. No com- no competition here. All good. I don't know, Colin's making a face now. He's like, if there is another Cajun band of bishops, then I want to I wanna know so I can take them on. <laughs> Lovely. So let's have a look at our news roundup. So first article is from Al Jazeera. The headline is, Are Storms Getting More Powerful and Dangerous? Mounting evidence shows that increasingly warmer oceans are fueling more powerful tropical storms than before. And this is particularly um, relevant after we were talking about Storm Freddy, I think, a few weeks ago where Storm Freddy has been possibly the longest tropical storm on record, lasted several weeks and caused lots and lots of damage in uh, Africa. So, But um, this article is talking about how the link to climate change is quite clear. There is no quick fix, but alongside cuts in greenhouse gas emissions, poorer communities in the global south desperately need support with climate adaptation strategies to reduce the risks of death, devastation and displacement. Another... um, a headline. Well, this was a tweet that the Department of Transport put out, um, saying that tax will be slashed on flights within the UK, and this they championed this as a move that will help boost UK-wide connect- connectivity. Um, they did a really like big tweet about this with fancy graphics and everything, which feels. Yeah, no, I don't know why you wouldn't bury this because this is arguably awful. Um, we know that short haul flights are one of the most polluting and least, least efficient modes of transport. Um, I know, uh, Colin and Rob, you're saying you guys have done quite a bit of protests around the Bristol yeah, Airport, we, haven't you? We, should, we have indeed, and we should be visiting the Department of Transport shortly during, during the, the forthcoming weekend of XR action. That's that's Bristol XR's destination. Oh, the yeah. Department of Transport. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, We've been allocated yeah. that, so we shall... You shall visit. We shall bring a contradictory message to them. <laughs> Excellent. Yes, because um, that's obviously quite soon, isn't it? On the 21st of April? That's right, yeah. that weekend. 21st yes. through yeah. to the 24th, I think, isn't it? Well, Friday, oh. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, yeah. the whole, so the like whole thing. So. two and a half weeks away. Yeah. Oh, exciting. <coughs> okay, well, we'll come back to that in a minute. So, and then in more local news, a Bristol 24-7 headline, campaign groups demand protection for all the trees on the zoo site. Campaign groups across the city have joined forces in an attempt to save the trees at the former Bristol Zoo. 
the campaign groups have written an open letter to Bristol, Bristol Mayor Marvin Rees, motivated by concern that the environmental vandalism in Plymouth might be repeated in Bristol. That's a quote from it. And asking for tree protection orders to be placed on all trees on the Bristol Zoo site with immediate effect. Um, obviously, Bristol, the Bristol Zoo site, the old site, has been closed. The animals um, are relocated to the wild place, but now there's this big controversy about what to do with the actual site. The Bristol Zoological Society said at the start of planning, we worked with Bristol City Council to secure 29 tree protection orders to permanently protect, protect well-loved trees on the site, such as the monkey puzzle and wedding cake tree. While some, and the, yeah, the Bristol Zoological Society is saying that they are going to need to remove some trees, but they will ensure at least two new trees are planted in place of each tree removed, meaning 470 new trees for the site. Uh, but obviously this is controversial because new trees are not quite as effective as old trees. So, yeah, that's something that... It's got a good, good, good track record at protect, trying to protect, protect trees, isn't it? You know, so take them on at their peril, really, I guess. <laughs> is it like, yeah, what sort of... Are you thinking about other campaigns that have happened to yeah, protect like, trees? Yeah, you know, the one in St Paul's and, and there's been other examples, hasn't there, you know? Wasn't there one a year or two ago where a bunch of activists went and married, in quotation marks, <laughs> a bunch right, of trees? Yes. And it got into... I think got into Private Eye or the National News, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, yes, we will see what happens there, because I think the M32 Maples, uh, they did lose that one. That yeah. they, Those ones did eventually get cut mm. down, which was a shame. But that Plymouth, Plymouth thing was, was dreadful, wasn't it? What was yeah. the Plymouth thing? Because I wasn't actually sure what, when I read that what that meant. Well, it was, you know, the usual big redevelopment in city centre, and then they just, before anyone could stop them, they just chopped down, was it 100 trees mm. in the city centre? Or, or most, most of 100, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Most of it was done at night as well. Yeah. So it's, um, oh, really yeah. sneaky, yeah. Mm. And by dawn they had a court order to protect, but there's only like 20 left or something. Yeah. You know? Right, yeah, so the developers often knowing to go in there very early mm. before people are awake. Mm. Okay, and then now we have to come to our Bristol Bus Roundup, which is a part of the show where I've started recently, where we try and catch up with all the drama going on with Bristol's buses, because there is so much. So, we start with what looks like a positive headline in the BBC, saying Bristol bus routes are restored after a campaign to hire drivers, saying that all of the 1,500 bus services cut in Bristol in November have been reinstated following a huge driver recruitment campaign. First West of England said it is not has around 1,000 drivers and 45 more in its training school and it says it has also invested in software to improve punctuality and they say that um, they're seeing passenger growth and carrying a lot more passengers than last year um, but uh, I was trying to do some digging on this because there's also some headlines uh, obviously stating that um, there's been a lot of, uh, yeah, there, there are a lot of buses actually being cut from April. So it looks like some of the ones that were happening, that were cut around November, are being reinstated. But there's a lot more that are still being cut. There's a headline in the Bristol Post about the ex, an ex-bus driver in Keynesham who f- is feeling completely stranded after public transport cuts. A lot of older people obviously rely on the buses, not just to get places, but for socialising, you know, meeting their friends on the buses and um, people feeling completely locked in, having to pay lots of money for taxis. And, yep, yeah, so that is... And there's this dial... There's this thing where you're meant to be able to 
book a bus in to order for it to turn up like one of these a community uh, bus but there's uh, concerns about how older people who don't use phones smartphones very much are going to be able to do that have you guys heard much about this? do you do you use the bus as much well i'm old enough to have a bus pass so i think <laughs> i think i think they're great but i mean if those those that recruitment drive is great but you know the only way is up for the bristol bus service really it's hopeless and everybody knows that so mm. blimey you know if that if there if there's improvements then that's good but it's got a <laughs> long way to yeah. go oh. a, wh- a while back there were last year there were um bus uh, route cuts out to thornby where i used to live and uh, it was meaning that school kids were taking two and a half, uh, having to allow two and a half hours to get to school in the morning. I mean, it's just completely hours. bonkers. They're going from Thornbury into Filton College. Oh my god. And goodness. it was, um, yeah, it was just, I mean, you, you could probably walk it quicker, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, and that's that's when you're trying to encourage kids to have a social life yeah. and go to school and then go to activities, but they have to get the buses then there and back again. Um, and then one more headline on the buses, um, another Bristol Post headline, apparently stranded Bristol bus passengers report more than 100 ghost buses in the last month. So ghost buses are when... Um, a service appears on an app or a digital screen in a bus stop but mm. never turns up mm. um, and so the Labour MP for Bristol North West is collecting evidence from constituents to test promises made by bus bosses on improving reliability and stra- pass- people have reported more than 100 cases of ghost buses going missing which yeah I think, I think we've all waited for that bus <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, where do they go I mean, yeah. it's, it's you're like oh it's here three minutes away two minutes away one minute away it just disappears off the, yeah. off the screen mm. pretty spooky yeah a modern life horror story but not very ex- not very not very exciting or dramatic one um, but yeah well we are going to play one of the Bayou Tapestries songs tonight so um, before we start can you just do you guys want to very briefly introduce yourselves, the type of music you play and what sort of you focus on and this particular song which is called Fire Alarm I believe? Well we're called the, the Bayou Tapestry because we started out um, five, six years ago trying to trying in an amateurish kind of way to play Cajun music which is, <laughs> which is sort of French migrant uh, working class music from Louisiana uh, uh, dance music and, and which you know I just happen to have a have a, th- a thing about and um, so it's all from the bayous of Louisiana hence the name and so forth um, we went through several kind of um, name changes mm. and and formats and, and personnel and so forth but we've been going as as a band for in this f- four uh, or five years four, four years I think yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and we started out just doing Cajun dance music and gradually started to do some of our own songs uh, which gradually became more topical and more political uh, and we started doing songs about austerity and the IMF and football and <laughs> pa- power of the banks and big business IMF, that's the International Monetary Fund is Indeed, that right? yeah, we had a lovely song about Christine Lagarde but nobody knows who, her, who, she, who she is any longer so, so we don't do that the trouble with writing topical songs is they go out of date yes mm. <laughs> But of course, the only topic worth worth writing about as time goes by is the climate, the climate catastrophe. So we find ourselves increasingly just doing a climate catastrophe repertoire, all disguised as Cajun dance songs. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's upbeat and toe tapping, but then it's also, oh, when you listen to the words, it's quite serious and quite important message. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. What was that phrase you used? Uh, um, 
It's a velvet glove containing an iron fist. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's your Tai. That's Rob. Rob's a Tai Chi instructor, is what I've heard. So he's. Uh, yeah. He's there's a there's a similar quote in the in the sort of traditional Tai Chi where where the, where the, the iron fist is is veiled in silk. So you, you know it, it looks soft, but it's actually very powerful. Lovely. Well, shall we get one of these songs on, and then we'll yeah. chat a bit more about the band after? So, mm. do you want to uh, introduce this song for us? Uh, this is called. Um, uh, which one are we doing? Fire alarm. Fire. Oh yeah, fire alarm. Yeah, fire alarm. <laughs> which you know, it's just it's a phrase, uh, a slogan that, that I heard on a on an XR picket line, you know, and thought, well, yes, this message is absolutely what XR was about. We'll talk about whether it's still about that after you've heard the lyrics of the song, perhaps. All right, and here we go. Fire alarm by the Bayou Tapestry. Singing lots of songs We'll even get arrested if we must We've been trying to cause disruption To make you stop and think We're not sorry Cause we have to make a buzz You might find us frustrating You might find us a pain You might find that we're getting in your way But business just as usual Don't make it anymore Tomorrow's gone unless we act today we are your fire alarm We are your fire We sometimes get it wrong Maybe you don't like all that we do But this is our last chance To save the planet from the fire So don't blame us, the future's up to you The ice caps are all melting The ocean's rising high Everything around is getting hot Wake up and smell the coffee Wake up and smell the smoke Wake up and use the little time we've got We are your fire alarm We are your fire alarm oh, We are your fire
was Fire Alarm by the Bayou Tapestry and we've got two of the band members Colin and Rob in the studio with us at the minute and yeah you were just saying sort of what inspired the lyrics to that because it talks about how people might find you annoying and get and think that you're in the way and what was that about? Yeah well that you know that was about how XR was two three years ago and it's all about being as disruptive as possible in order to draw attention to the you know the impending climate catastrophe and very successful it was too you know you know three four years ago xr really succeeded in you know what's that dreadful overton window thing that they talk about you know Sh- shifting the overton shifting window the, so that more and more people were aware of yeah. it and sort of ready to talk about it it's very yeah. successful very successful and now for all sorts of reasons you know i think the pandemic fundamentally torpedoed the, the notion of mass civil disobedience and XR's never really recovered from that, so now they're trying to forge alliances with lots of less radical organisations, which, you know, is, is arguable for some, but some, some would say. I'm, I'm doubtful myself, but that's just me. Uh, and so they no longer want to be associated with being disruptive and blocking roads and so forth. So that song's... Sadly, a little not <laughs> not current for XR. So you you won't be playing that. Oh, in, we will. No. We'll play. Yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but I think I mean I I'm not really involved in XR. Um, I still get the newsletters, but so to play devil's advocate, I mean. I've heard the argument that XR saying, you know, once we sort of mobilise this percentage of the population, things will move. And that doesn't seem to have happened as much as people want. And so, and, you know, we've seen scenes in Bristol about people, you know, struggling to get through when the roads are blocked, not necessarily by XR. I can't remember who it was by, but there being quite a backlash from the public about uh, roads being blocked. Um, So perhaps you know the idea to reach out to other groups and to build those alliances feels perhaps as a answer to feeling stuck if sort of like those mass demonstrations are only going so far yeah yeah it's it's and you, it's an understandable argument and I, d- I don't disagree with it in lots of respects you know um because th- what was it the climate movement has been incredibly unsuccessful in stopping what's happening you know and what on earth is going to stop it you know it's it's terrifying if, when you start to think about it so trying anything whatever is 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 what you have to do at the moment you know mm. here's me expressing doubts about whether it's a good shift shift in focus for XR, but i'll be with them in 10 days time up in london with the band and so forth performing because you have to try everything you know uh, which isn't to say that being as disruptive as hell is is what you should try also. You know, yeah. I, I wouldn't mm. I wouldn't uh, criticise people for doing that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think there's still a place for flagging up the pop the the, the, the the problems and the um as as much as we can really. Uh, we, we might not change people's minds, but it's. Uh, I think because I had Nigel Shipley in the studio a few weeks ago and what he was saying that he felt XR had been very good at doing was kind of raising awareness of the climate crisis. So more and more people are in the UK, at least, are certainly aware of it as an issue, even if they feel powerless to do anything about Mm. it or feeling a bit overwhelmed by it. Um, But I think, I mean, what I really like about when I've seen you guys perform is, like you said, there's this really lovely, upbeat music, but it has a serious message, but people can listen to it but also still kind of celebrate being together with other people who also feel, who also find it difficult. And you were telling me a bit off air about how you see it during demos, you see how your music keeps people going, keeps spirits up. Is that mm. right? Mm. Mm. Yeah, very much so. I think it's, um, it's, it's it, it, 
you know, p- people on demos are often standing still for long times with banners and in, in all weathers. And they need something to cheer them up, you know. And we, we, we're, we're like a sort of bunch of minstrels, really. We wandered around Westminster, <laughs> sort of banging our drum and playing the accordions. And, um, and it cheers people up. And I think that's, that's, that's a good, good role to have. Yeah, um, we're, we're professional morale boosters for, <laughs> for people who are apt to cause trouble. <laughs> but that is so important. I mean, sometimes it can, um, you know, when you're feeling overwhelmed about uh, climate issues or other issues, it feels sort of things like music and art can sort of feel, Absolutely. or fictional books yeah. can sort of feel like, what's the point of it? But actually, yeah. like you say, it's morale boosting yeah. and it creating that sense of community. Yeah. yeah. During the pandemic, we played a lot in parks. Um, uh, you know, six, spread out six 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 feet apart, two meters apart, and um, and it was lovely. We just sort of got together as a band and started playing some music, and then people would sort of drift in from various parts of the park, and kids would start dancing in front of us, and it actually was really lovely because most people, as you know, shutting doors all day or the, the, the public parks became very important. We have a sort of cerebral adult message, but what what we find really works is that two or th- two and three year olds really like <laughs> us. love it. There's something very primal and dogs. about the kind of music that we do that they just bounce up and down because they like the rhythm. It's a good too. rhythm, isn't it? A yeah. good rhythm yeah. will yeah. always it's get you down. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And you're the drummer, aren't you, Rob? I so am. that's all down to you. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I bang a box. You bang a box. I bang a box. <laughs> do you want to tell me about, tell, tell our listeners about your audition to oh, join the band? Because it was so funny. The, at, the, at the time I was sort of around, the, at the beginning, the, um, the, the band didn't have a percussionist. And so I, my audition was, Rob, can you count to four? <laughs> and I said, yes. And, they, and the next question was, can you count to four in the right order? And I said, yeah. And they said, right, you're in. <laughs> I like that they separated that out in two separate questions. And, unfortunately, sometimes we only have to count to three. So <laughs> no, you didn't I'm, ask I'm, him that I'm question. I'm over, overqualified. <laughs> He's just sat there being like, I'm wasted. I'm wasted on this number. <laughs> But what other instruments have you got in the band at the minute? So you've got the drum, obviously. Yeah. Colin plays melodeon, and Vicky plays accordion, Elmsley plays guitar, and Marcus plays ca- p- percussion. And Colin, another Colin plays bass. And There's Colin. two Collins. Oh, that's There's two Collins. Yeah. And yeah. you did have a fiddler at one point, but yeah. then you said she's. You've we've sadly had, she's been busy. A couple of fiddlers mm. over the years, uh, and we until recently met a wonderful, fabulous fiddle player, Sophie. Come back to us. She's, she's <laughs> no longer with us, sadly. So we are fiddle-free at the moment, and we would we would love a, a new fiddle, fiddle player, player living out there somewhere in Bristol <laughs> who would love to be in our band, and we'd love to <laughs> we'd love you to get in touch, please. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds great and we'll talk about all about how to get in touch uh, shortly but let's play another song so this one is about Greta Thunberg um, do you want to I- explain a little bit about it well I, I guess seem to be the one who writes most of the, the, the song lyrics but I didn't write this one because the words of this song are entirely from Greta Thunberg's book was it? What's the book called? No one is too small to make a is difference. Is that the one that collects her speeches? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, a it's a little yellow speeches. book, is it? You know, um, I can't remember. Is it yellow, pink? I'm, I'm not uh, sure. Maybe the one at the version I saw. Anyway, I, I remember reading that book, yeah. and there's all these fabulous kind of lines and quotes and, and so forth. So I just stole stole them wholesale and put them into various verses. But she used to, she she used to start her speeches when that book came out, saying, "Hello, I'm sorry, Swedish accent. My name is Greta Thunberg. I'm 16 years old." Yeah. Uh, and so that's how we we use that as the hook line of the song. You know, yeah. unfortunately, she's now 20, 21, uh, uh, but we still play the song because <laughs> yeah. it's a it's a great song. Yeah. great great sentiments. She's Amazing. our heroine. 
It's great, and um, she but she hasn't sued you for copyright issues or anything. I, no. We did send her a copy. We did, we she did never send her a copy. Yeah, she, she didn't object. No, okay, maybe so she's not a big Cajun fan. <laughs> <laughs> she's aware of it, but maybe she's yeah. she's just very busy. She's, okay. she's very busy. <laughs> All right, so this is Greta Thunberg by the Bayou Tapestry. Old. I stayed away from school, sat down on the ground I'd listen to the science, it made rock solid sense And no one is too small to make a difference My, My name is Greta Thunberg, I'm 16 years old Hey! The Tumber, 16 years old We're standing at a crossroads in history What we're doing now soon can't be undone We must now decide which part we're on My name is Greta Thunberg, I'm 16 years old Hey! As if your house is on fire I want you to feel panic I want you to feel fear Your house is on fire And the flames are so near My name is Greta Thunberg I'm 16 years old Hey! Greta Thunberg, I'm 16 years old We can't save the world by playing by the rules Everything must change, it has to start today It's time to rebel, it's time to disobey My name is Greta Thunberg, I'm 16 years old My name is Greta Thunberg, I'm 16 years old My name is Greta Thunberg, I'm 16 years old and that was Greta Thunberg by uh, the Bayou Tapestry. Yeah, that is a, another another sort of toe tapper, another banger. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and why why Cajun music? Did you say Colin? That was just a type of you've already you've always enjoyed it. Always yeah, enjoyed it. It's something I'd always always liked. You know, it's a bit of an obscure musical genre. But um, I remember when I when I stopped being a teacher <laughs> ten years ago. Um, <laughs> I thought, oh, shall I renew my football season ticket for a famous football team who don't live in Bristol? And, <laughs> and um, I decided I was getting a bit disillusioned with football. So instead of buying my season ticket, I, I went up to a Hobgoblin on Park Street and bought a Melodian, even though I couldn't play one. Why a Melodian? Well, that's, that's the key instrument. That's the kind of um, front instrument in a Cajun band, that, that kind of discordant kind of accordion sound. Um, so I bought one and then just gradually recruited 
<laughs> unsuspecting musicians living near, <laughs> nearby who had time on their hands to try and b- copy b- some b- stuff. Bullied them into it. <laughs> L- yeah, yeah. L- luckily, you had quite a big house, so it was uh, you could hide away somewhere and <laughs> not annoy your partner too yeah. much with the noise. <laughs> it's, quite loud. it's a very loud instrument. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so then we just found people around back, you know, found a bass guitar and found a found a guitarist and all within walking distance. Yes, yeah, yeah. we're all mm. all just a few streets away from each other. So we are a community band in that sense. Mm. Yeah, mm. Very, a very Bishopston focused band. Yeah, if someone yeah. if someone was trying to join you from I don't know Saint Warburg, you'd be like, no, go well, away. No, you have to live in Bishopston. We've got two people in St Andrews now. We we, we, <laughs> cast, we cast our net wide. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> A really cr- across Bristol, oh, across yeah. community, across, across Gloucester Road. <laughs> <laughs> we we played in Shepton Mallet. We played in Pembrokeshire. We, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We yeah. played in uh, Westminster in Gloucester. Oh, blimey, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you, so you're saying like before the pandemic, you used to fill halls with playing like Cajun music, dance music, like that sort of where you started before you became more and more political. Yes, yes. We used to recruit. Um, people to do to do proper da- Cajun dancing has strict rules and stuff well, does it I've never can, tried to learn it there are proper ways to do it we used to get dance teachers in to, to kind of give instruction people loved mm, that they you know, did kind of people where you, had, where you dance properly and have a partner and do moves yeah. and things it's, um, it's very and we discovered discover that Gloucester has a, a big Cajun scene uh, really they, I didn't have, know you that know, about Gloucester Cajun music events and sort of dance dance events and we, we were invited to play in, in, in Gloucester once at the Cajun Music Festival and we were asked, or Colin was asked, not to sing any political songs, <laughs> and, uh, which didn't go down too well. I said, sorry, that's, that's what we do. So it's so like, we you're anyway. like, we have maybe two non-political songs, so it'll be a very <laughs> well, short set. That, that was at the Bristol Cajun Festival. Oh, was it? Really? There's a sort of Cajun scene and we, mm. we kind of got into it a bit and played those kind of festivals mm. and they... They kind of liked us, but they were a bit, mm. bit unsure because yeah, we weren't true Cajun, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. fair enough. And um, you've also done stuff around Bristol Airport. You were saying like you've performed, you've performed at the airport during or outside it. Well, during... you know, I forgot what B A A N was it stand Bristol, Bristol Airport Action, Action Network. Ne- that's right. Yes, like I mean that? they've had various events like in. In, in Weston and and, uh, and yeah, Cleveland and during, so forth. during the hearing uh, and during the hearing so mm. yeah we've, we've turned up at their events a few times and, uh, and, and and played along as we do you know if there's a if there's an event like that a climate event then we we tend to kind of piggyback on it and, and t- lend our support you know mm. if, if we're wanted yeah yeah and and people really enjoy it from from what you're saying yeah yeah, yeah. and I mean the airport is like it's the obvious issue, climate issue, for Bristolians to, to, to latch onto. It's you know it's so outrageous what's happened and how it's been Yeah, are been they overruled and supported by them. Are they currently taking it to appeal, is that what I heard? Yes. Is I think so. Yeah. I think so. But it's such an expensive... It's a high court appeal it's going to Such an expensive yeah. business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But obviously, yeah. Because, you know, it will set a precedent for airports Absolutely. around the country. Yeah, yeah. airports waiting. Mm. So it's mm. a crucial struggle. And it's, mm. it's, this is Bristol's fight. You know, you've got to fight that battle if no other. You know, yeah. so... And uh, you're saying that you're going to the Bristol part of XR specifically going to be focused on the tr- Department of Transport at the big one in April, yes, well, yeah. later this month. Yeah, um, I think on the Friday there's a there's a march from Trafalgar Square to various departments, and and Bristol XR are going to the Department of Transport, which is somewhere down in Whitehall. Yeah, yeah. So you'll yeah. be you'll be going along with yep, the. Yeah, we will. <laughs> we, we we will. We're turning up and making a noise. Amazing. And <laughs> so, yeah, so if people want to, so if people are along, if they're in London at that point, if they're joining the march, they might see you there or if they're yeah. joining Bristol yeah. we, Extinction we, Rebellion to go down. 
we, we've evolved in lots of ways, not just in, ch- in terms of what we play, but also how we play it, because we've now got little mobile battery-powered speakers on trolleys, yeah, from B&Q. <laughs> so we'll, if you see a bunch of people with trolleys, that'll be us. Look, <laughs> looking rather we'll tired. Trying to get ahead of people so we can set up are and they, play. Are they quite heavy trolleys, or is it...? Well, that's why they're trolleys, because uh, the, 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 the kit on them is heavy, yeah. Yeah. and we can't stagger around we'll, any, we'll tell anywhere you with them. We can. <laughs> I'll just be like, guys, are you still OK? And yeah. you're like, everything hurts. <laughs> But they they should fit into a bus, all right, yeah. into the you know yeah. the hold of a bus. So, so yeah, yeah. I was gonna. I mean, even these logistics, like because you're not just a band, you're a protest band. So you go to all these protests. So transporting all this kit is is every sometime you're like, maybe can yeah. we just play like really small instruments? Can we all yeah. take up the recorder and maybe play <laughs> that instead? When we played before up up in London, we we just played acoustically and it was all right. But, yeah. But now we've we've thought we've got more ambitious in terms of making more noise. So yeah. Hopefully yeah. we can do that. And especially, like I mentioned, it tires your voices like, yes, massively indeed. if yeah. you're not, if yeah. you don't have amplification. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, you guys have been, like you say, you've been in the Bristol kind of protest music scene for quite a while now. What's, I mean, kind of what keeps you going or how, how do you cope with the eco-anxiety that kind of dealing, being involved in the climate movement is always going to bring? Well, that's a very good question. Um, and I think we all deal with it in different ways, but it's... it's uh, I think we we play music together because it's fun, um, and the message is is important. So it's just finding that balance, really. But it is quite. Um, I mean, some of the songs that Colin writes are quite heavy going. If you if you, if you read the read the lyrics, <laughs> no, they're they're really good songs. But they, you you think, oh my god! Mm. But the re- that it's, it's it's reality, you know. Yes, my more recent songs have got darker, you know. Uh, but but within the band, there's a, you know, there's a wide range of 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 opinions and politics you know there's people in the green party there's people in the labor party there's people in no party who who are advocating you know sabotage not naming any names but it might (laughs) might be me like um, and so you know we 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 discussed that to a point but we agree to differ yeah and we have different views on what direction the struggle to save the world should take but um it's it's a very dark time that we're in and it's hard not to be to give way to despair so that's what we're fighting against ourselves mm. and isn't everybody you know it's yeah. Um, yeah. a very difficult time yeah very difficult and I think shall we play your um, the third and final song that you've brought in for us um, so do you want to introduce this one this is our greatest hit isn't it which one's oh, this Rebel for Life oh this yeah. is Rebel for Life <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this, this fit, fits so perfectly on, on picket lines and demos that we always end up playing this over and over again so, yeah. <laughs> and people join in which is great in fact, oh, it's, it's a people are like song, singing along it was, it was online recently actually I did that fabulous um, series of banners across the M32 on all the bridges mm. about a mm. week ago and somebody I think it was Vicky um grafted our song as the soundtrack onto the onto a footage of someone driving down the motorway and seeing all the banners and so forth mm. so although it's a bit of an old song it, it's it's still got it's life still current it. yeah yeah amazing all right well this is rebel for life by the bayou tapestry We're running out of time, we're running out of time 
so A for carbon free. A for carbon free. A for carbon free. A for carbon free. It's an emergency. It's an emergency. It's an emergency. It's an emergency. I'm a rebel for life. 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 Make politics real. Make politics real. We want a green new deal. 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 Just tell the truth. Just tell the truth. Just tell the truth. Just tell the truth. And let the people decide. Let the people decide. Let the people decide, let the people decide I'm a rebel for life 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 We're gonna seize the day. We're gonna seize the day. We're gonna seize the day. We won't go away. We won't go away. We won't go away. We won't go away. We're gonna break the law. We're gonna break the law. We're gonna break the law. Gonna break the law. was Rebel for Life by the Bayou Tapestry and we've had a fan text in um, during while we were playing the Greta Thunberg song earlier saying oh I love this Greta song three exclamation marks yeah, so got you got yeah. fans yeah <laughs> and when I when I was tweeting about you guys I was like oh these guys are coming in and I had someone reply being like oh I love these guys so you do you have got fans out there we do you? have a fan base yes. yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they, they come out of the woodwork <laughs> <laughs> but yourself we've seen you at our gigs show, there you so. go exactly yeah, yeah. see you do you've, and I think like you do you are 
are doing like we talked about earlier that important thing about music bringing people together and like mm. sort of sharing experience and when we're feeling depressed or stressed about the climate crisis just knowing that there's other people who feel the same way is really helpful in terms of well certainly in terms of my mental health and sort of knowing that you're it's not all in your head and you're not making it all up indeed yeah yeah, yeah. and mm. it gives you people to hold, an excuse to hold on to people while you dance to our music so yeah that's. which is yeah the, you know having 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 a dance with friends it's a, a great a great thing mm. uh, for your mood but yeah thank you so much for coming in guys is there anything any final words we're gonna play um some other music and your culture corner in the minute but yeah any final words how can people find you how can people get hold of you or listen to your music well we're you know we're on facebook we've got a facebook page and we have a youtube channel and a and we're on SoundCloud. Go to Facebook and you'll find lots of links. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And how do you spell Bayou Tapestry, just to clarify? B-A-Y-O-U. Bayou. Bayou. Bayou Tapestry. Clever pun on Bayou Tapestry. But don't go to Bayou, go to Bayou. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise you'll just be like, I'm just looking at a museum and this is not <laughs> this is not upbeat music at all. Um, but yeah, any any final thoughts, any final words? Well, thanks for having us. It's been, it's, it's been great to be here and... Uh, playing our music it's good and if any of you are coming to london or if you're not coming to london why you're not coming to london (laughs) weekend of the 21st and so forth and if you are there come and say hi you'll hear us the big one if if you hear the samba band who doubtless will be there we won't be nearby because they're so loud (laughs) we will be somewhere else in the oh is there a bit of is there a bit of industry competitiveness but they're just very noisy Yeah. Is this why you've got the speakers from being Q so you can compete with them? You're I like, don't think even our speakers can, 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 can compete really. But uh, yeah. no, and also it, there's there's, just, a, there's a climate choir now. There's not several climate choirs, and they they're they're quite quiet, and and we wouldn't want to kind of drown them out. So we'll, so yeah. all all the musical acts get spaced out so that you're well, all you're all because there's because it's going to be a big march. So you need yes, every you yeah. need like you event. need music in lots of different places to yeah. keep people there's going. There's rumoured to be a to be a stage happening as well, and whether we'll be on it, we don't know. I think it's all a bit up in the air at the moment oh, so who okay. knows yeah well on the stage or on the street that's yeah. where that's where you can find you guys well thank you so much for coming in this has been uh yeah colin and rob from the bayou tapestry as you said heard you they've got a facebook page you can find them on there you can book them yeah i know you've you've got other gigs and stuff coming up in the next few months you said um yeah so we are open to uh to bookings yeah, yeah. We, do, so, we do parties we do we very, do very reasonable fees yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, we yeah. do, we, and we, we play for nothing when it's when a it's lot. a good cause. <laughs> yeah. So for uh, yeah, for reasonable fees or a good cause, um, they may be interested. So yeah, get in touch. And yeah, thanks so much for coming in, guys. Pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for having us. But yeah, we are now come to the culture corner part of the show where I just want to talk briefly about a book um, called Donut Economics, Seven Ways to Think Like a 21st Century Economist. Now, this is a book by Kate Rayworth, who came um, in 2017. Um, she pu- She's an economist. She published this book, which is about the an economic theory needed to bring humanity into what she calls the donut. The idea being that there is a, uh, a ring-shaped... The theory is of of a ring-shaped type of economics where you need to 
be within the middle you need that happy medium if you go too far low you fall out of the ring and you in terms of you don't have enough resources to look after people to feed everyone to house everyone to have a decent quality of living if you go too far the other way you fall off the road the ring in the other direction and you we reach the ecological ceiling the planetary boundaries which are obviously heading toward breaking through at the minute so the idea is that it's a it's a visual framework for sustainable development it's shaped like a donut or a life belt and it balances these it's a really good visual representation of balancing these two ideas of uh having decent social foundations you know having a decent quality of life for everyone whilst not overshooting our planetary boundaries and making um and it's it's quite a long book but it is very readable very accessible it's also available on audiobook and uh kate it's really brilliantly written um it was yes so she published this book in 2017 there's now a donut economics action lab which is a a whole um, sort of community a whole website um, where you can learn more about this and people are working on publishing reports and ideas of how to take it further and there was also a TED to- a 2018 TED talk about it so yeah that I would definitely recommend uh, that as a way of thinking about all these things we've been talking about in terms of climate change and how we can keep how we can look after everyone um, because we do have enough resources in the world to look after everyone whilst staying within our planetary boundaries and not uh, breaking through and and hurting and hurting people. Um, but yeah, so uh, that brings us to the end of our show, I believe. Unless Colin or Rob, did you have any any books or anything yeah, you've I, been? I can plug two books. One Ooh, long, please. long but good read uh, fiction is. Um, Ministry of the Future by Kim Stanley Gardner. I started reading that one. I haven't got very far, but yeah, tell oh, us more about it. Hang in. Well, it's a very positive book because it all turns... The, the, the world gets saved. That doesn't happen very often. Yeah, because yeah. I started reading it and the first chapter is really depressing. Oh, it's, <laughs> so, uh, yes, okay. yeah, but it's, it's, it's all about, you know, what's happening. And, uh, and it's really interesting. It's a very kind of... You know, uh, hopeful book about about restructuring the world's economy in order to save the planet, and also about you know taking extreme measures as well simultaneously. But also, I'd recommend. So it's it's like a science fiction. It's book. a science fiction novel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. science and fiction novel. Two, two or three inches thick, so you have to yeah. hang in there. But yeah, it, yeah. about about the near future and Absolutely, imagining yes. the way that the world comes together to Absolutely. deal with the climate crisis. Yeah, and all and, and emphasizes geoengineering a lot and so forth. And it's it's interesting, very interesting, and and. and Hopeful and also, but I recommend How to Blow Up a Pipeline by Andreas Malm, yes, which is about the current situation and, and a, a, a searing critique of, of the climate movement and how it's not succeeding, what, it, what maybe it should do as a different strategy. I really want to get him on the show because he came to Bristol a year or so ago and. Um, a packed we, meeting, wasn't it? Yeah, packed. yeah. I, we, I helped organise that and he was, he was really lovely. And the book is actually, it doesn't actually, it's quite, an, it's quite an attention grabbing title, How to Blow Up a Pipeline. It doesn't actually actually talk in much detail about that's more about whether we should be looking at uh, property damage as as a stage in um in the climate movement things like you know the suffragettes did property damage you know lots of lots of uh protest movements across the centuries have done property damage as a way Mm. of getting attention so Mm. yeah it's a long tradition why (laughs) why, why abandon it why break it but yeah um rob did you have is there anything you've been listening or watching at the minute or reading Um, i've been i've been reading um uh a book called um drive 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 your plow over the 
Bones of the Dead, Ooh. which was uh, dramatised at the Old Vic a, c- a couple of months ago, which was uh, amazing, and I'm now, re- now reading the book. What's the book about? It's about a small um, a village in on the sort of Polish-Czech Republic border um, with some quite quirky characters and various uh, wrongdoings that go, go on, and uh, you don't find out what's really going on until right at the end oh so it's a bit of a mystery yeah. bit of a thriller it, it's, it's very good very oh, good okay. very atmospheric very atmospheric oh great um, yeah lovely well there's lots of recommendations then we've got kate rayworth's donut economics we've got ministry for the future we've got how to build a pipeline and we've got to drive your ply over the bones of the dead uh, the author i can't remember okay, her name well. but she's um she's uh, a very polish um name Amazing. Well, <laughs> excuse me, excuse my lack of my lack of Polish. <laughs> no, well, I'm sure if you Google it, you can find yeah. it. Well, that will certainly keep you busy until next week. So yeah, that brings us to the end of our show. I believe. Thank you again to the Bayou Tapestry for coming in. That was very interesting. Thank you to our listeners for listening. Without you, there is no show. Please join us next week when we are going to be talking to a father and daughter duo who took part in a clear your air protest at their school against car idling, mm. as well as to a Bristol-born winemaker who's pioneering a more eco-friendly wine bottle next up on bcfm is lunchtime with tristan b so keep it locked to bcfm with more tunes and chat but that's all from me shona jemfrey for now so please take care have a good day look after yourselves look after the planet and look after each other this is the podcast version of one love one planet the award-winning environmental radio show Broadcast every Tuesday at 11am on BCFM Radio, available on 93.2 FM, on digital radio and on the BCFM website. The show was produced and presented by Shona Jemfrey. You can find us on Twitter at Shona Jemfrey and at BCFM Radio.